it's really important to have the goals and to have intentions and to recognize what are the limiting beliefs holding you back? What are the relationships holding you back? What's holding you back from the version you are now to the intention that I'm holding, the goal that I'm setting, what it is that I desire in my life? What's up, you guys? I'm Sam, the host of Makeshift Happen podcast, the show that has helped women all over the world fearlessly pursue their passions, quit their toxic jobs, stack more cash, and hack their brains for happiness, love, and fulfillment. I'm a mindset coach, business mentor, and past life regression therapist who's passionate about fusing spirituality and strategy to help women create their dream lives. If you like casual and raw conversations where it feels like you're on the phone with a friend, mixed with spiritual guidance, tangible life advice, and behind the scenes insights from a seven figure entrepreneur, you're going to want to add makeshift happen to your weekly podcast roster. Some of our listeners' favorite episodes include manifesting love and relationships, how to go from broke to abundant, breaking up with imposter syndrome, and raising your energetic standards to make money flow. I promise to always keep it real with you, to tell you more intimate details about my life than is probably necessary, and to not gatekeep any of my best tips. Search makeshift happen with Samantha Daly anywhere you get podcasts and come join the conversation. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Your daily walks just got a whole lot more interesting. Welcome to Manifestable. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. Excited to introduce today's guest because she's best-selling author and spiritual teacher Lori Ladd. I actually discovered her on Instagram as she just was going live in her car and she was dropping truths of what people are feeling around the globe during these times. She is known as a thought leader who focuses on the evolution of human consciousness. At 13 years old, she discovered her life purpose, which we're going to talk about in this episode, and fully committed to her mission in 2015. She now has a platform of over a million followers and people are resonating with her globally. She has online courses and thousands of videos all over social media. And today I want to kind of pull back the curtain into Lori and ask her, how did she step into this? When does she feel like she's in alignment with spirit to go live and to share these insightful thoughts she has? And then also like, how does she use manifesting to create her life's mission? So can't wait. Let's dive right in. All right, Lori, the big question that I had for you, because this is the Manifestable podcast, and I discovered you on Instagram, you were going live, you were in your car, you were speaking from your heart. And I want to ask you, you said that you've learned about these abilities at age 13 and kind of dove right in. When do you know that you're in touch with spirit and it's time to communicate vocally live? You know, I think that there is a kind of like a calling, like a, a a pull, a push, something like a, like a voice on your shoulder that isn't going away. Right. So it's like this constant nudging that you can't ignore. And I think that is 
sort of spirit nudging you to get going, to, to, to begin, whatever it is, whether it's speaking with spirit or doing what you came here to do, right? There's, there's going to be this intuitive knowingness and voice that isn't going to go away. And it can be a little bit uncomfortable. You could feel like you're fighting against it. Like, no, it's not right. No, I can't because a dot, 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 but you'll know it's, it's designed to be if it doesn't go away. If it doesn't, if it just keeps staying persistent. And so when you were 13, it sounds like you were feeling a call. And what was that call? What was that voice that was communicating with you at that age? Yeah, it was this deep knowingness that was an absolute. So when we start kind of awakening more and more into like, what am I doing here on this planet? Like there's there's something so much deeper than what I've believed. When we tap into that kind of knowingness, it's such an absolute that no matter what you try to continue to do to pretend it's not there, it's just there. So when I was 13, I just knew I didn't have the details. And here's the thing, like, we're not going to have necessarily the specific details of how it's going to look. It's not going to be this like, right. okay, first you do this and then you do this. That's not how intuition and sort of like spirit works. It's very kind of messy and intuitive and you have to jump and you have to be comfortable being blind, you know, like not really knowing and having that faith. Having that absolute faith. So when you were two in 2015, which, you know, it's been a while since then, what was your first way of going, okay, I'm going to step fully into this. It's now 2015. This is the time. Like I've been feeling this for a long time now. And now I'm going to fully step into this as my mission, my purpose, even a way for you to live in this so that you're, you know, paying the bills that what we pay for having a roof over our head and things like that. Was that scary at that time or did it feel scary or did it not? Yeah, it felt, well, again, since, it was, since I was 13, there's just been this like, you're here to do something big, right? All my whole 20s, my whole 30s, it was just there and I would do whatever I could to kind of ignore it, um, but it never <laughs> went away. It's similar to like being in a relationship that you know you're not supposed to be in. It's like, you got to get out. You got to get out. You got to get out. <laughs> you're just like, no. You know, you just kind of know at some point it's going to hit, it's going to happen. And I I had that knowingness and, and I would really encourage your listeners to trust that, that if it's designed to happen, which it most likely is, if there is that voice, right, of like, there's something bigger, there's this combination of like, I call it a surrendered action where you are trusting in the timing of everything, but you do have to take steps in life to sort of open it. And so in 2015, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to kind of commit to whatever it is that has been this voice. I trusted that voice so deeply. If you trusted that deeply, you know that it won't let you fall. It won't let you fail. It's, it's you, right? It's, it's not going to let you not do what it is that you feel called to do, even if you don't know what it is. So it was very scary for me. I was in a corporate job and I, you know, I had a little bit of savings and I gave myself, I think it was like an eight month. I gave myself an actual date of quitting my corporate job as an executive assistant in private equity. And I was like, okay, I'm going to quit on July 1st, you know, June 30th, 2015. And I'll use my yoga teaching, I was a yoga teacher. So I was like, I'll do that full time. I'll make just enough money to make ends meet, but I still had a savings. And I knew that was important to me because 
for me personally, if I jumped without having a savings, I would have been more stressed and anxious over the money. I wouldn't have been able to do it. So really finding what works for you and not making it wrong. That's huge. Right. Like part-time work or still doing the job you don't like, but then starting your other. And and for me, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I just started a website and like there's this there's this energetic openness that there's like a receptivity like this. I know nothing so that I can know everything there. There has to be a letting go of trying to control how I thought it was going to be, what I thought was was going to, I mean, I don't know about your own career, but it's always kind of shifting. There's always like, oh, I didn't know I was going to do this, right? Like <laughs> Totally. It starts to unfold even more magically. Yeah. yeah. It unfolds as you begin to commit to it. And so nothing that you start is where you're going to end. So you know? how do you, in the morning, because this is something you've decided to live into fully, fully, how do you, I guess, connect yourself with spirit in the morning, like first upon waking? Well, if you were to see me this morning, it would not have looked pretty. There's a couple of things. One, I'm always connected to something bigger than me. It's just how loud is the little me, little Lori? How loud are the thoughts? How loud is the emotional states? How loud are my beliefs? So there's always like, again, just sort of like this voice on my shoulder that was like, you're here to do something bigger than, than what you realize. There's always this like, kind of spirit energy around me at all times. So for me, it's a matter of quieting the attachment to my thoughts and my emotions. And what I, what has worked for me hundred percent of the time is going out in nature. If I just go, I'm, sit, I'm a girl after your own heart then, because yeah. I agree. Nature's it. Yeah. Nature's it. And I think that more and more, even if you live, like I'm in the suburbs right now, visiting a friend in Chicago, the Chicago suburbs. And it's like there compared to Northern California, it's, there's not a lot of like spots, but even just a pond with birds flying and trees, like that's it. Like you don't need much to like immediately just drop into presence. And that's where I find the connection to spirit is, is stillness silence and presence however you can find that stillness silence drops you to presence and that is where spirit sort of consumes you almost right it just envelops you that's how it feels Mm. yeah I love that I think you and I would both agree that something feels different with the time we're in right now I, along with you, have always felt similar thoughts and have wondered about things, but it feels almost like there's been a percolating that's been happening. And it's almost like even just with April, right, with what was going on in April, I'm just curious if you were to talk because there's going to be a lot of people listening to this. Can you share what you feel is is happening right now and how people can really honor what is happening right now, honor this, the reason they're here? Yeah, there's so many layers to what's happening. I was just doing a video today about the paradox of life in the human experience, the paradox of the human experience which is like the flip side of a coin, right? There's one side and then there's the other side. That's the paradox. And on one side of that coin is this really dense physical experience we're having, 
where we believe we're the emotions and we believe we're the thoughts, we believe we're be our behaviors, we believe that we're the patterns and the programs and the trauma. We believe we believe that we are that, and then we need to fix that and change that. And and that's that deserves to be honored because that is very real, it's very very real. And then if you flip the coin, right? And this is what's happening to all of us, whether we're aware of it or not. We flip that coin. The paradox is, is that we actually are spirit and body, which we all hear all the time. You know, you're in this world, but not of this world. You're, you're spirit in form, your soul having human experience, right? But do we actually practice that, right? And so the flip side of that coin is, wow, I'm actually something so much bigger than this very dense physical experience that I'm in. Can I even flip the lens and even be aware of that, believe that, trust that, that, but then simultaneously reflip the coin back and really recognize the power of being in the human experience. Like not to negate it, but to be like, wow, when I wake up in the morning, it's so intense being human that I have to go find nature. Like just that awareness of like, dude, it's so insane in my head that I have to go sit in a, a pond and watch birds in order to sort of like quiet myself. That simple shift in awareness is profound because it takes you out of the attachment that you are the anxiety that's arising, that there's something wrong with you, right? That you have to fix the you. It's like, no, the you is so much bigger. That's the flip side of the coin. The you is so much bigger. And there's this other version of you, flip side of the coin, that believes that you are this physical experience that has to change all of these things in order to move day by day, which is real, but it's also not. So what's happening to us in this awakening, in this evolution, in this massive energetic shift that we're going through is that these the this awareness is coming to us. So yeah. awarenesses can be as simple as, oh my God, look at all of the patterns that I'm always finding myself in. Okay, so you're still sort of identifying, but you're becoming aware like, wow, look at look at all the thoughts that are in my head like that alone can make you go crazy. But yeah. those are the simple little shifts where you're starting to recognize even in those shifts of like, wow, look at the thoughts, look at the behaviors, look at the patterns, look at dot, dot, dot. You're starting to flip that coin. And you're starting to slowly realize that maybe you're not those things that you thought you were. And it's so subtle. It's it's like your hair growing. You don't realize it's happening until six, seven, eight months down the road. And you're like, oh, something feels a little bit different in me. I'm responding yeah. differently to people. I'm doing things differently. I'm, I'm saying things I really mean to say, you know, it's those, that's what's happening to humanity. It's the living in that paradox, which is both jaw-droppingly holy cow wow and oh my god am I going to get through this <laughs> you know I I sense that people are on that path for sure and it's almost like since you're a yoga instructor and I'm into fitness and that's where I really originally started it's like just try tipping yourself up and looking at the world with like from a headstand or a handstand or just seeing that you can actually see life in many different angles but with that said, I want to ask you about manifesting because it feels like a buzzword that's getting thrown out like confetti. And I want to ask you, when you think of manifesting and when you think about this ability to be a creator or to be able to understand you're a part of something bigger that you're describing, how does that play into manifesting for you? And what does that mean for you? What does manifesting mean for you? Yeah, I mean, again, it's the paradox. 
that's how I hold manifesting, which is that it's really important to have the goals and to have intentions and to recognize what are the limiting beliefs holding you back? What are the relationships holding you back? What's holding you back from the version you are now to the intention that I'm holding, the goal that I'm setting, what it is that I desire in my life. And if I set a goal or set an intention, you know, like having a partner in my life, that's something I've been kind of creating for quite some time, right? Then I have to recognize that between the version I am now and that version that's going to eventually receive that, all of these things are going to be shown to me that's kind of holding me back from being able to step into that because everything is going to be physically manifested. So everything has to physically be shown to me that's holding me back. I don't believe that I can just sort of hold that vibration and just get there. I believe that if I, and I do the visualizations with my partner, like, oh, he's in the car with me. And I imagine us talking and holding hands and like doing all that. Right. But I know that in the physical realm, everything's going to be shown to me, relationships, the way that I treat people, the thoughts that are going to come in, the unworthiness is going to come in. And if I don't address that as part of the manifestation of me getting from here to here, then I am kind of negating or or ignoring the the power of that intention. So that's really, really important for me, you know? The other piece though, the flip side of that is the practice that can I be in the here and now without what it is, but I'm just going to use the partner because that's what I've been like really holding or success in my business, right? Holding that intention or that goal, that manifestation, but how fully can I be in the now without needing it? Can I be in that free open state without the need for it? Or do I, or is there an absolute grab and need for it in order to be okay with where I'm at? Just having that awareness because it's huge. It's really, really huge. It is huge. It's like understanding in the here and now in my present moment, everything is perfect and, and actually really believing it and feeling it that everything is as it should be right now. And as you go in that, there's a surrender, there's a bliss, there's a joy that comes in that feeling of everything is great right now. Yeah. That's really powerful. It's hard too. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's true that the, again, it's true and it's, it's not true. So many people are gonna be like, that's not true. I need this, 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 right. And so the key is in order to be able to recognize that it all is perfect. It truly all is perfect right here, right now. Everything is perfectly aligned for you. You have to be okay with it not being perfect. Like you not believing that it's perfect, right? So there's this compassion of like, I don't believe it's perfect. Yes, you don't believe it's perfect. And of course you don't. And and, and allowing that to be okay is how you can start to sort of drop into, I'm okay. Everything is, is happening for me. Everything's happening for me. This is perfect. This is perfect. Can I believe that? And the other thing about um, intentions and manifestations for me is, when you work in the quantum field, which we all do, we just don't miss maybe realize that we are, it's yeah. already, and I think a lot of manifesting teachers talk about this, but it already is, right? So it's like, if I can relax and know that it's already done, that I don't really have to do much, right? I just have to show up every day and be aware of what's being shown to me by me. If I just do that, I will find myself in that intention. Right. So it's let there's not as much control. 
how do I get there? I need to get there. I need to even doing the visualizations and all of that. If there's a deeper sense of like, it already is, it's already done, but that's not always easy, you know? Uh, <laughs> that's the yeah. human paradox that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other flip. I can't help but notice. So I'm going to totally flip this because I feel like I could go really deep with you. And I, and I want to kind of because I sense that some listeners can handle it. I see this thing on your arm that you have printed on your arm, sacred geometry. Tell yeah. us what this means. Yeah. So I got this. It's the SRI Yantra, Y-A-N-T-R-A. And I got it back in 2014 when I quit my corporate job and was committing to doing my work. And I went and did the teacher's yoga training and all that. And I didn't know why. I didn't know why I got this tattoo. I just was like, oh, this is what I need to get. And I've done a lot of research on like, what is this? Why am I feeling called to this tattoo? You know, and this deeper spirit told me that it is the merging of the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Now there's all kinds of stuff online. If I Google that says all kinds of other things, yeah. but for me, it, it represents the merging internally of the divine feminine energies and the divine masculine energies. And my deepest healings have been around the divine feminine and still are. I hold a lot of masculine energy you know, I've had a lot of trauma with my body and all kinds of stuff. So there's a lot of control in my life. I'm like, uh, you know, type A, there's a, just a lot of masculine. So been, being able to open into this more feminine energy is the deeper healing for me and the deeper balance for me. And so when every time I see this, it's like this cosmic joke, because this is the balance. This is like, for me, like this, this coming back into wholeness, part of the human experience is this the, the healing of whatever it is that pulled me out of that. Uh, yeah. That, How do you, you know? um, honor your divine feminine for you? Cause you, cause that's something you probably have to be quite intentional around. How do you honor that and bring that more into balance for yourself? Honestly, recognizing the, the masculine in me, the way that I kind of heal or, or move through anything is I, as I, I recognize when I'm whatever I'm in. So instead of me trying to move myself into something, I just recognize whatever it is that I'm in. So in order for me to sort of hold more of the divine feminine, I simply just show up and watch how much of the masculine is arising. And then that shifts me into more of this. Okay, so, you know, getting my nails done is like, ah, you know, um, <laughs> allowing the the person that I'm dating right now, allowing him to like, pay for things was huge. That was like a game changer, which made for a lot of women may feel really strange, but for somebody that's always taken care of herself and always paid for everything and really always had men in her life that were very, I was always the like in charge, one in charge, being in a relationship right now and letting this person like surrendering, being receptive, being open, being taken care of. Receiving. Um, yeah. Receiving. Yeah. Huge. So anytime I notice myself wanting to like be the aggressive, assertive one in the relationship, I'm like, let him take care of it. Let him do this. Let wow. him hold you, let him lead. And so this just like little tiny ways like that. That's really, really beautiful. Um, I feel like I could ask so many questions, but we are wrapping up our time. But I want to ask you if you were standing in front of millions of people and you had one thing you could say to them, 
what would that message be? That there has never been anything wrong with them. And Mm -hmm. that one of the reasons that you are on the planet is to remember the master that you are, which is that you came here to experience all of this, all of it. The chaos and the joy, the peace and the fear, the love and the anger, all of it. And that you've never been any of it. And what you're remembering is the true master is the one that's capable and able to stand in whatever it is you find yourself in. Wow. Remembering that you're none of it. And so there has never, ever been anything, anything wrong with us. Um, Wow. And really that, that awareness sink in, even for just a second and then going Mm. back, no, you know, but that's the truest voice that wants to come through right now for humanity. Mm. That's actually, I got chills. I feel like there's a quote that could be said like that. And I could see it on putting people, putting it on their mirrors, just to remember there's never been anything wrong with you. And it just, that's really, really powerful. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on and being a part of this show and sharing. Also, I just want to commend you for stepping into your mission and showing up on my feed. I don't know how that happened, but it's always like, I'm always fascinated by that too. When certain things just show up in my field and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And the message was really beautiful and I could feel the sincerity from you. And I just want to commend you for doing the work and sharing vulnerably and sharing powerfully and unapologetically. And uh, yeah, just thank you so much. And thanks for sharing your visions of manifesting as well as who we are and helping us remember who we are. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's been all right. Have a beautiful day, you guys. Thank you so much for having Lori on. And if you guys loved this episode, please share it and tag her. Tag me in the show notes. You'll see all of her handles. You guys go ahead and watch her on social because if you need some inspiration, she's going to give it out. So thank you so much and have a beautiful day. 